Welcome to the Fifth Gear Podcast. This is going to be the first episode we're going to go through the NFL 2019-2020 season preview. We're going to kick it off real quick. AFC East, starting off with the New England Patriots. My first question is, will there be any slowing down from this roster? All right, when I look at this team, I mean, if we're all being honest here, the Patriots, nothing's changing. It's next man up. It's never changed in New England. It's been the same thing every year. They've kept most of the core. They've got the same secondary guys like Kyle Van Noy. But at the end of the day, it's Belichick, it's Brady. I mean, until they show any signs of slowing down, they're going to win a division again. Um, They're even getting guys. They added Demarius Thomas. We'll see how he comes off the injury. Josh Gordon's trying to get reinstated. Um, I mean, this is easily still an 11-12 win team. They're going to win the AFC East. I just don't think there's any way this team slows down. Yeah, it's not really a matter of them winning the division. It's just a matter of how far they'll go in the postseason. They'll probably still get um, a first round by, but like you said, you're looking at guys past Julian Edelman like Nikhil Harry, Phil Dorsett, see if those guys will be able to step up again. I'm sure they will. Um, their defense, they did lose guys like Trey Flowers. But they still have Gilmore, McCourty, both the McCourties. Patrick Chung is solid. Um, Jamie Collins, Dante Hightower, Van Noy, you can't even forget about. They also added Michael Bennett. Still, obviously, solid team. They still have Brady and Belichick. Um, they're just going to walk through that division again. Yeah, I don't see any slowing down from them. I mean, the defense, the defense and their offensive line have been the one to carry them. Uh, not, that, not that Tom Brady has it, but... Uh... Tom Brady does throw a lot of like uh, dumps, slants, crosses, stuff like that, and then let his receivers do the work. I think uh, I think the key to them, as always, will be uh, the chemistry between Belichick and Brady, and then uh, their defense carrying them pretty much to the playoffs. Because I think their defense has always been pretty good. But like you said, the new additions and they lost some people, but they added some people as well. Um, so we'll see how that works out. Building off that too, building like the Patriots have always had a very solid offensive line, and um, I think like what they did in the playoffs last year, I think they're going to build off that. Not that Brady's going to take a step back, but I think they're going to be a lot more of a running team Absolutely. this year. I think Sony Michelle, Sony Michelle is going to have a really good year this year. I think running the ball for this team. Um, there's obviously they I mean they get they got the they're in the AFC East. That's that's easily five six easy wins right there. I think the passer it's a pretty done deal. This, I mean they're not slowing. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you do you see? Do you see Josh Gordon being able to stay on the field the whole season? No, I don't think yeah. it matters. No, I don't think so. I don't. I, I just. Oh no. come on! Yeah, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. No. I, it does. I really don't no, think it does. I mean, but um, to I answer your question. Gronk, no, probably not. Gronk will. Uh, Gronk will. I think play a role in them. Uh, yeah, when he, yeah on the sideline, you know, yeah, clapping I, along in his retirement. Their tight end core. We have to mention. I mean, <laughs> obviously, everybody's gonna be like, "Well, who's gonna replace Gronk?" But. Their tight end core is actually really weak. They're losing Ben Watson first four games of the year, and then, but can't really worry about the Patriots. They'll be fine that weak yeah. division, especially with that easy start oh to that schedule. After yeah, Pittsburgh, sure. it's it's not that bad. All right, next team somehow number two in the AFC East as of twenty eighteen, Miami Dolphins. I mean, it, I mean, if we're being honest, when we talk about the Dolphins, um, I am, I do want to see what Josh Rosen does this year. I hope they don't start Ryan Fitzpatrick because I think they should just let Josh Rosen start the whole season and see what he can do. And if he doesn't perform well enough, they'll probably end up drafting a quarterback top five next year because let's be honest here, the Dolphins aren't doing very much. Their ceiling is very low. Um, they got a lot of holes. They don't have a good line. Their weapons aren't great. I do like Kenny Drake at running back, but 
they don't their front four is terrible their linebacking core is not very good it's a young team new coach new quarterback I, I just don't see very much coming out of the Dolphins this year. I, I couldn't even see the Dolphins winning. No, I, I think this is one of the teams that's going to um, tank for Tua, if you will. Um, they should play Josh Rose in all 16 games. I don't know what they're thinking with Fitzpatrick, but this team this team is just not meant to win games at all. It's like a four or five win team at most. Um, Kenny Stills is not somebody you want in the more wide receiver. He's a good deep threat guy, but not somebody you want going up against guys like Gilmore and Tredavious White all game. Um, their defense, their secondary is probably the only solid part of their defense. They threw a bunch yeah. of money at Xavier Howard. Meets Patrick. Horrible front four. Sean Jones. They even traded. Around. Um. Yeah, no, was, this team is just not not good at all. Christian Wilkins was their first round pick. He's not bad, but it's just this is just not then, a good team. Coaching change. It, it, the, with the coaching change, Adam Gase finally being kicked out. I mean. Me personally, I was a, not even close to a fan of Adam Gase. He was supposed to be this offensive, offensive guru, you know, the quarterback whisperer. But in all reality, he was a terrible play caller, and he was a reason why our red zone offense was just straight garbage. So this new coaching will bring in some type of new culture. So hopefully in the future, these young guys can actually produce more than just two, three wins, which is most likely going to be the result. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm ready for a breakout season for Devontae Parker. To be honest with you, he, he's I mean, he's got the wide receiver body. He's six three. This is his he's two fifteen. This is his season to come out and show the NFL like, hey, listen, I'm a top fifteen, top forty receiver. Like I was supposed to be. Like I have the body to build to be. Uh, he's mm-hmm. got the oh my gosh, yeah. He's, he's got. I mean, he's got he's got the. I mean, he's got the uh, upfield speed. I mean, it, it should be a good year. I'm actually, on the other hand, I'm going to go ahead and disagree with you. I think they should actually start Ryan Fitzpatrick at the beginning of the year. Maybe try to win some games, see, feel, the, feel okay. the waters out a little bit. Because, I mean, like, with any, with any football team, especially at the beginning of the year, um, you never know what you're going to get. These guys could come out and play play the butts off, you know what I mean? So, uh, that is true. Fitzpatrick as a veteran, uh, worst comes to worst, Fitzpatrick as a veteran just teaches Rosen, like, hey, listen. Uh, you can't throw the ball into the other team's hands like I've been doing the past couple of years, but Fitzpatrick uh, <laughs> definitely starts. Patrick definitely starts the season off fantastic. I just I do want to point that out there. But really, the only defensive guy that I see that rings a bell, to be honest with you, is Kiko Alonso. He's, uh, I mean, he he's uh, he's, he's pushing that disrespect. Yeah. That disrespect. That yeah, disrespect. He's, he's to make a Fitzpatrick and Xavier Howard. Um, but no, yeah, he's building off some good points. They have a lot of guys like Devontae Parker, uh, Xavier Howard, who can have, you know, those breakout years. Bryce Butler they picked up. Bryce Butler wasn't that I bad. did like that. Um, you know, they have some solid pieces. It's just a matter of if they want to win games or if they want to go and tank for some guy like Tua Tagovailoa. Absolutely, yeah. Well, if we want, if we want to jump now, if we want to jump to a team that I think is actually the second best team in this division, which not a lot of people might agree with me, is the Buffalo Bills. Um, I think Josh Allen made really good strides toward the end of last season. Um, I love Sean McCoy, Chris Ivory. I mean, that's the, I mean, they're older running backs, but they can still get the job done. Now, the Buffalo Bills have maybe the worst receiving core in the NFL. That is a problem right there. Cole Beasley, boy. Um, Josh. Josh Allen, that's their best. I mean, that's a problem. Though. Yeah. Cole Beasley is just their best yeah, receiver on that not, team. He's not. Josh, their offensive line is still not the best. Josh Allen's gonna be running for his life. But I do like Buffalo's defense. They got a very, they got a very good secondary. Um, do like Doug McDermott as a head coach. Um, I like he did. He did take the Bills to the playoffs too. I absolutely love the Ed Oliver pick at nine. I think that might be the seal of the draft. That, 
that was a really that was a great pick to get it now. Um, I love that first game against the Jets. Going to be because I think both teams right there are going to spot in this division and potentially trying to make the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. So, so I am going to be intrigued by that opening matchup right there. I mean, what do you guys think Josh Allen's progression is going to result in? Do you think it's just going to become him being a better player himself is not necessarily going to lead to team success? Or do you really see this team being able to make a push for maybe a while with Karn? Um, I would, if I had to pick, I'd probably lean toward that first one. I think Josh Allen might take strides personally. I think the Bills, I mean, I still don't, I still think they have a, not the highest ceiling in the world. But I definitely think the Bills can take some good strides this year if um, things fall in line. Well, you've just seen games where, like, when they beat uh, Minnesota early last year, you just see games you're like, whoa, this kid can play. And then you just see other games where he goes to Green Bay and gets shut out. So you just need a little more, a little less of the hit or miss from Josh Josh Allen and see if he can actually stay consistent. But I trust him. He's got a lot of upside. Plus, should be all right. And of the bottom of the AFC East in the 2018 standings would be the New York Jets. And uh, I don't know about that. What's, I think, what's, yeah, I think the New York Jets are going to come out and shock some people. I really do. I think they'll compete for a wild card spot. They're not winning the division. We all know who's going to win the division. But I, I, I do, I do personally think that they'll come out and compete for a wild card spot. I think Le'Veon Bell is going to add a lot to that to that running game. Uh, Sam Darnold's not an awful QB. I mean, he, he he's getting there. I mean, he's still really young. The receiving core isn't you know bad. If Robbie Anderson, they have Ty Montgomery, uh, who can literally play every position on the field. It seems That's like he's just lineman. Um, so I mean, that offense, that offensive line is you know, eh, it's all right. Um, I, I think I think they'll do all right if they can just protect the pocket for two or three seconds. I think he should be able to get it off because they've got a lot of quick little wide receivers that can run around um, and maybe even play like a uh, Tom Brady Belichick game. Just let the receivers do the work. Uh, as much as I hate saying that about Tom, Tom Bartholomew Brady, um, and their and their and their defense isn't that bad. Their deep, you know, they have CJ Mosley. Uh, they have, uh, I mean, they just have a good, they just have a good defense. And also, I, I'm actually kind of excited to see the Jets play this year. I think, I think the no, go ahead, go ahead. I think the big thing for the Jets is what how how Adam Gates works with Sam Donald. I think Adam Gates, him being the head coach there, I don't know how that's going to work. It's going to be it's interesting. Be Adam Gates is a terrible coach and should not have a job. <laughs> um, I do think everyone – I mean, obviously everyone's talking about them signing Le'Veon Bell. I don't know how that's going to work yet because I don't know how taking that whole year off. But the signing I do love. I think C.J. Mosley was the, the best prize in free agency. And the Jets went out and got him. I think C.J. Mosley is a top five middle linebacker in this league. He's going to add tons to that defense. You got Jamal Adams in the back there. I don't like their corners, Tremaine Johnson, Dale Roberts, Brian Poole. I'm not a fan. Um, I do like them up front, though. Henry Anderson, um, they got Quinn and Williams, Leonard Williams. I love them up front. Um, but my big question for the Jets is um, in the secondary back there and then that offensive line, how's that offensive line going to protect Sam Donald and keep Donald up and how they're going to run block for Le'Veon Bell? But like you said, the Jets are the Jets are definitely going to be an interesting team this year, what they can bring. Um, how, how much will they improve this year? I just think um... – there might be a little too much pressure put on Sam Darnold this year. You know, everybody's expecting, everybody in the Jets fan base is expecting, you know, a playoff push. I mean, but we're comparing, you know, these guys like Darnold and Josh Allen to have these, like, huge progressions like Mahomes and, you know, these other guys who have just spurted up in their first or second year in the NFL. It is not an easy adjustment from college to the pros. And um, 
the Jets fans, they may want to compete this year, but they may need a couple more years to let Donald develop into the true pocket passer he is because he's got the typical QB build, you know, pretty tall. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Sam Donald can develop because he'll be the ultimate reason this team goes far. Mm-hmm. To be fair, Adam Gase didn't really have much to work with. That's a fair. I mean, that is a fair point. Yeah. Plus, Ryan Tannehill. Adam Gase. Ryan Tannehill. Adam Gase, Ryan had a Adam lot of Gase is a bona fide <laughs> high school football coach. <laughs> to be fair, Ryan Tannehill could never stay healthy for it. Yeah. 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 Moving that on. So, the AFC. That is North. very true. The AFC North. Yes, the first team on the list is the Baltimore Ravens, and for me, what's their life going to look like after Joe Flacco? Um, if you if you ask me, um, a lot of Ravens fans aren't going to like this opinion a lot. Um, but I think the Ravens are going to be one of the biggest step backs this season. Um, I think Lamar Jackson. It's it's going to be a really rough year. I think you. I think it's been proven throughout the NFL time and time again. You you can't you can't have a quarterback that can't throw the ball. He can't read defenses. He's not accurate. Um, I mean, you can't just you can't run around. You can't run the ball. I mean, and I love running the game. I think I think every team needs a good running game to be a successful team. But you can't run the ball seventy percent of the game. And expect to win games. You have to have a quarterback that can read a defense, make the correct passes. And I think he, I think now with a year of tape on him, he's going to have a really rough year. I think the Ravens are going to take a big step back. They lost a lot of really good pieces on defense. Eric Weddle's gone. C.J. Mosley's gone. That's a huge loss. Terrell Suggs even gone. You know, they lost Michael Crabtree. They lost a lot on – they lost a lot. I do like the Earl Thomas signing, but I just don't know how much that's going to bring to this team. I'm not a fan of the Mark Ingram signing. I think the Ravens are going to take a really big step back this year. Yeah, um, you just look – yeah, you guys look at guys like Colin Kaepernick, uh, Robert Griffin III. They have, like, you know, one or two. I mean, Kaepernick, Kaepernick even went to the Super Bowl, but, you know, once teams got a good amount of tape on him, he just got shut down and ran out of the league, honestly. So it be interesting I mean, to see Lamar Jackson. He got ran out Jackson. of the league for another reason. Well, no, he got <laughs> ran out of the league because he can't play football. But that's beside the point. Um Lamar Jackson, it's going to be interesting to see if he can develop a passing game. Um, he doesn't really have much work with see if Hollywood Brown can step up. Mark Ingram, I'm not a big fan of him in Baltimore. I don't think he's the type of running back you need. If you want to run Lamar Jackson, um, offensive line is, is still all right, but the defense is definitely a strong point of this team with the secondary like Jimmy Smith, Marlon Humphrey, Tony Jefferson, obviously the Earl Thomas signing. And they still got a couple of nice pieces up and around the box, like Michael Pierce, Matt Judon. And they also signed Shane Ray, who wasn't a terrible signing. But this team's still pretty solid. I just can't see them winning the division again, unless Lamar Jackson has a huge, huge progression. I, I they don't they have the, the easiest schedule either. No. That is true. I mean, they're, they're playing in the AFC. I think I think the AFC is stacked this year. Other than obviously the Bengals and Baltimore, or the Bengals and uh, Dolphins, I think the AFC is pretty much stacked this year. I think everybody can compete. It just depends. I actually think Baltimore will run a lot of. Sw- they'll, they'll, I mean, they'll kind of do what they were doing last year, where, when Lamar came in for uh, for Flacco, hurt Flacco, where they were doing a lot of run plays. I think I think the addition of Hollywood Brown will add in a lot of sweeps. Um, on the accuracy side, uh, towards the end of the season, to be honest with you, I think he surprised a lot of people with uh, the, the, the medium-level throws, the 20 to 30-yard throws, or 15 to 30-yard throws. I think he surprised a lot of people with his accuracy. And that playoff game was disastrous, though. Well, oh, my goodness. I mean, three fumbles in, what, the first two minutes? Right. Oh, my goodness. 
But other than that, I mean, they still have a strong offensive line. They have Yonda, uh, Brown. I mean, those are two. Those are two. Uh, that's a good guard and good tackle. Um, I, I think their defense. Yeah, you're right. They definitely lost a lot of pieces with Wet, and they picked up. Um, they picked up uh, Earl Thomas. I'm just curious how that's gonna how that's gonna be for him. Especially uh, that's the second uh, season in the game. Yeah, it's the yeah, second. It's the same one, I believe, on the same leg. Or it was either same leg or opposite leg. So I, I'm just kind of curious how that's gonna come off. And then a lot of things that uh, a lot of people don't don't. Uh, put in. I think a lot of points because they are such a running team, and I don't think they're—I don't necessarily think they're going to score a bunch of touchdowns. But hopefully, their defense can hold them in the games. I think a lot of points this season are going to come from the best kicker in the league, Justin Tucker. I think it's yeah, of those points. they're going to win their games with defense and special teams exactly. for sure. Exactly. Yeah, so win all think, five of them. Yeah, for I sure. Think, I think, <laughs> no one more I think Justin Tucker is going to play a big part yeah, in this five. year, as he always has. But I think even more bigger this year. Best fantasy kicker in the league, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, next up we have the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, first thing that comes to my head, will their defense hold? Um, for me, I think the Steelers had. I think the Steelers flew very far under the radar this offseason. Everyone talked about Antonio Brown, Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell. Look, they got the two biggest head cases in that locker room. They're not in that locker room anymore. Mike Tomlin is still a solid coach. I know a lot of people don't like Mike Tomlin. And he's not the greatest coach in the world, but Mike Tomlin is a Super Bowl champion. He's been head coach in that team. It's a stable organization. Ben is not. Ben has still got something left in the tank. I like James Conner as a running back. I love Juju. Um, I think the Steelers. I think they still have one of the best offensive line in football. That defense. It's definitely the linebacking core. The front four is not bad. I do have a lot of questions in that secondary. Um, I hate the Jesse James loss to Detroit at tight end. I think that was a really unfortunate loss for the Steelers that went under the radar. But overall, I think the Steelers are going to be they're going to be a lot more stand pat. There's going to be a lot less drama surrounding that team, and I I think the Steelers have a really good shot this year. I also like their schedule a lot. Um, playing in the playing the NFC West and the AFC East, um, they get like they get the Dolphins at home after the bye. That should be a cakewalk. They got a lot of good games on their schedule. They get the right teams at home. I really like the Steelers' uh, shot this year. Yeah, like you said, they still have a lot of depth. I mean, you, usually if you take away. The two best players from a team, they're just going to look depleted. But this team, you know, I don't think most teams can replace, you know, Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown with guys like James Conner and Juju Smith-Schuster. But I also think the offensive line is going to make James Conner look a lot better than he is. Not taking anything away from them, but the best offensive line in football, you can argue, um, with right there with the Cowboys and others. But they still have a solid D-line with Tewitt and Cameron Hayward. Um, they also got a lot of underrated, well, two underrated signings, um, Steven Nelson, Mark Barron, because the Steelers do not usually do free agency. They like to build through the da- draft. So when they do make free agency signings, they should be noted um, to try and beef up that secondary, but still need some work. Um, but yeah, no, it's still a solid team. Um, yeah, it should be, you know, right there at the top of the division with a couple of teams like the Browns and the Ravens. I can't wait till Smith Schuster comes out and becomes the best wide receiver in the league this year. That man, that man is. I think that other than other than that fumble, we got our first ball. We got our first ball prediction. Ball prediction, right other there. Other than other than that fumble in New Orleans, I think as a man, you just Schuster came out and he said, "Listen, this is my fault. It's my bad." He, he, he manned up. He said, "I wasn't." He said, "I was just trying to go down." But I mean, to be honest with you, had Antonio Brown, who who who's arguably one of the best wide receivers in the league. But uh, to be honest, I, I think he actually hurt them more than he helped them. 
Juju Smith Sr. carried a lot of weight on his shoulders. My questions, and I, you know, and, and a lot of people are going to question this. My questions are about Ben Roethlisberger. How is he going to do this year? He's pushing 37. Uh, he's, you know, he's, he's a big, strong guy. I'm just curious how that offensive line, because uh, that offensive line is one of the best in football. It's a good thing, because uh, if not, Ben Roethlisberger would be out of the league by now uh, because he'd be hurt. Oh, my goodness. But, he gets bullied around. He gets, I mean, he gets yeah. pounded. So, so I'm just curious how his body's going to hold up. I'm curious how he holds up. I'm curious how that arm's going to be. I mean, he's not Drew Brees. Drew Brees shows, you know, dipping dots. So I, I'm just curious how that's going to go. But I, I, my bold prediction is Juju Smith Jr. is going to be a top three wide receiver this year, to be honest with you. <laughs> at 23 years, at 22 years old, that is. Yeah, there's a lot of good wide receivers, man. There is, but I mean, there are come busting out this year. And, and, and well, now and we get a team that has two great wide receivers, the Cleveland Browns. I mean, they have there. money locked with Jarvis Juice Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. They those two are the top played wide receiving duo in the league. Yep. Um, with the Browns, I mean, this is everyone's favorite team. This is the hot. This is the most talked about team in the offseason. Everyone loves the Browns right now. Um, but I would just caution to pump the brakes a bit. I mean, first, the first thing I don't like is I don't like the Freddie Kitchen hire. I thought Greg Williams should have stayed the head coach. I thought once they fired Hugh Jackson, Greg Williams came in. Freddie Kitchen stepped up from the quarterback coach shot. He did a great job at OC. But Greg Williams was a really great head coach for that team. They really turned it around. I don't like that they just let him walk. And now that um, Freddie Kitchen's going from a quarterback coach to a head coach in one year, I'm not a fan of that. Um, I don't like the trade for Olivier Vernon. I don't like giving up offensive linemen like that. I know you like the pass rush from Olivier Vernon, but I would I would really want to keep Baker up. The Kareem Hunt signing, I think, is going to be a really nice signing. Him and Nick Chubb, when he comes back after halfway through the season, is going to be really nice for Cleveland. But I would caution pump the brakes. I think the Browns are going to be really competitive this year. But, um, I mean, Baker's going to go through that sophomore slump. We'll see how he does through that, how he plays this year now after a whole rookie season. I would just caution everyone to pump the brakes a bit on the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, no, you're looking at the Browns. Um, obviously, they have a really good roster, really solid roster through and throughout. But their schedule is not, you know, the most beneficial to them. Everybody's writing off Tennessee week one. They're just giving the Browns that win. Um not going to be, you know, a cakewalk, as most people think. Then they go to the Jets on Monday night. Not ideal also. But then coming out of the bye, I mean, it is just pro- probably the two worst possible games you could have asked for coming out of the bye. they got to go to New England first, and then they go to Denver, which arguably the two hardest places to play in the NFL. Um, it's That's when you're going to really figure out what this team's made of. They're going to play teams like the Bills, and then they get the Steelers twice in, two, in three weeks. Um, it's really going to test who this team is, who Baker Mayfield really is. Um, I, I mean, think to be, be fair, to watch. I mean, to be fair, once, once Kareem Hunt comes back, looking at their final four games, they have Bengals, Cardinals, Ravens, Bengals. I mean, that's, that's where they got to save their season right there. I mean, that's going to be right there. Great. Exactly, yeah. I, I personally think that the Ravens are the only team that have a decent shot of beating them in that four-game stretch. Unless, you know, Kyler Murray decides to just play fucking out of his mind but it's going to be a question if they can get their kicker situation sorted there's a there's a couple of teams that need well there's more than a couple that need to sort out their kicking and the browns was one of them they should have won you could argue they should have won their first two games of the year last year against the steelers and the the saints but they they had zane gonzalez botch a couple kicks 
Um, but I think all in all, this is a really solid team. They should be right there. Yeah, I, I think they're solid. I think the receiving core obviously is great. Um, I think personally, personally, I think Jamil Peppers was a really big loss to their defense. That's true. But uh, but I mean, it is what it is. They you know they got one. They got a they got a good receiver. Uh, you know, a superstar receiver that can sell tickets. Jarvis Landry. Uh, hopefully he can you know break out. He's always been a really good receiver, really solid. But uh, I'm looking for their tight end. Uh, I'm looking to see Joku. how he does. Yeah, Joku. I'm looking to see how Joku does. I'm looking to see how Nick Chubb does. With that offensive line, I'm looking to see how they run block for Nick Chubb. Because Nick Chubb had a pretty good season last year, only only playing, you know, uh, a handful of games. Because he didn't start from the season. Um, so I, I'm kind of I'm kind of I'm kind of looking for that challenge to see how he does, and I'm looking for a joke because I think a joke is going to provide a lot of uh, yardage because I think there's going to be a lot of double coverages on on uh, Landry, and I think there's going to be a lot of double coverages on Odell. So they're going to they're going to be leaning on Chubb. Uh, they're really leaning on Baker a lot, probably to scramble out of the pocket. Hopefully it doesn't hopefully it doesn't result with something you know that could be serious in a, in a sense of we were just talking about scrambling QBs. Um, but other than that, dude, I think it's going to fall on, on those two guys in the offense and their defense. Like I said, Jabril was a Jabril was a big loss, but I think their defense can hold up. Hopefully, Miles Garrett comes out and has a you know a number one pick draft in, in the draft year. Uh, he did he did good last season, but I, I want to see a little bit more from him. Uh, yeah, like he, mentioned got... earlier, I think the Kevin Zeitler loss, the Eli Zeitler loss, was really huge. Um, I don't think Olivier Vernon's that good of a pass rusher to give up somebody like an O line no, starting so guard. Either. Um, no. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they do. They have to feel pretty comfortable in that area, though, to trade one of their starting guards for a. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say average uh, pass rusher. Oh my gosh! I don't, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think he's anything better than average. As of, as of right now, what he's shown. I remember he when he first came to the league, everybody was you know, or not when he first came to the league, but when he, when he you know when he came on the when he bust on the scene, everybody was so you know hyped up about him. I think I think the trend has gone down. But they have to feel somewhat solid in who they had backing up. The only hope for Olivier New York one pass rusher now. Miles Garrett opposite of him, which will free him up a bit. But like, oh, uh, absolutely. Yep. But I do agree with you guys. I don't like giving up a good guard like that for a pass rusher like that. I don't like that, especially when you have a guy like Miles Garrett. You can get to the exactly right. They get to the it wasn't like it was a need. Hopefully. Yeah. All right. So now the other punching bag of the AFC. The Cincinnati Bengals. Um, what are they aiming for? I think the Bengals are a. They are a. They are a show of what happens when you run a. When you have a horribly run franchise for years now. They've whiffed on a lot of draft picks in recent years. They've got injuries. The only good thing I think they did this offseason was finally following firing Martin Lewis. Um, I mean, they even just had their starting left guard Clint Bowen just retired out of nowhere yesterday. I mean, it's 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 looking bad in Cincinnati. I mean. Um, obviously, I mean AJ Green, Joe Mixon, you know, some nice guys. But you got uh, you look at the rest of that receiving core. I do like Tyler Boyd, John Ross. Right now, at least looks like a huge miss. Tyler Eifert's never healthy. Andy Dalton is just he's. I mean, Andy Dalton is not a great quarterback. Oh my gosh, he's awful. Um, defensively, I mean, they have their linebackers are god awful. Their secondary, their secondary is just average at best. Geno Atkins is never healthy anymore. Um, I. I Head coach, I don't like going out and getting um, to be a head coach like that. I, I think the Bengals have made a lot of mistakes over the years, and it's going to show this year. I think it's going to be a really bad season for the Bengals. Yeah, I just, I might even go as far to say this is the worst roster in the AFC, even as far as the NFL. I, this outside of guys like Joe Mixon, AJ Green, and a uh, Tyler Eifert, Geno Atkins, this right. roster is just 
This roster is just atrocious. Um, right there with the Raiders. I don't think it's as I think that it's worse than the Dolphins. Honestly, I think the Dolphins have a little bit more pieces, but you can even argue the Dolphins, the Dolphins are worse. Definitely have a lot more, but upside. Just this Bengals. Yeah, this Bengals team, they've been trying to draft an O-line for years, and they've whiffed. The John Ross pick, I mean, my goodness. Take him at eight, and he's, you know, fighting for a roster spot here. It's just a lot of bad draft picks. No free agency moves. And, yeah, this team is, this team's in deep water for a while. Oh, yeah, it's it's going to be the A.J. Green as it always is, um, AJ Green was having, you know, probable year that year that he tore the hamstring. He came back pretty quick. Uh, I think it's going to be a year for uh, Rodney Anderson, the rookie running back, to come out. Uh, it's going to be a year, obviously, for AJ Green again. But the thing about it is, AJ Green, Tyler Eifert, uh, Geno Atkins, they're going to have to pick up some guys, man, because Geno Atkins is 31, AJ Green is 30, and Tyler Eifert's pushing 29. And Tyler Eifert's one of those guys that can't stay. Can't stay healthy. I mean, that dude's a freak of absolute nature. And when he's in a game, he makes an impact. Your eyes go straight to him, as well as AJ Green. So it kind of sucks. Dalton, they just need to get rid of him, man. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know. I don't. I mean, that guy's an average quarterback. I mean, he he's on he's on the bottom fifteen. I mean, you can say he's worse than Dak Prescott because he is. Um, oh my gosh! Yes. He so, is. Yeah. Dak so Prescott I mean, he, he, he's probably he's probably on my. I, I don't know, man. I'm I'm Ryan I'm Ryan Fitzgerald's best day. You know, I'll I'll take Ryan Fitzgerald to get Danny Dalton every day of the week. TCU uh, native. Uh, I mean, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, I, I just don't. I don't like the Browns. No, yeah. Bengals like might the, be one of the worst Bengals teams. Bengals chances. Yeah, they're they're not they're not. They're tanking for Tua right there with the Dolphins. <laughs> All right, you gotta hope. All yeah. Right. All right, so now the AFC South, we're going to start it off with the team that topped the standings in the 2018-19 season, the Houston Texans. My, like, my biggest concern, how much longer can they rely on just winning games off their defense? Not long. Well, at first, I think the AFC South is one of the hardest decisions to pick from this year. I think the AFC South, they got a, I think all four teams have good have a good uh, shot this year at making the playoffs and being in contention. But with Houston... um. I don't think they addressed the offensive line enough at all. With Deshaun Watson was the most sacked quarterback in the league last year. Um, they got they basically had the offensive lineman they wanted in the first round, stolen a pick before them. Um, defensively, I mean, they've got the pass rushers like Watt, Mer- uh, Merciless, Clowney, but these guys are injury prone. They're getting older. Um, they lost Tyron Matthew in free agency. Lamar Miller has been getting worse. They st- Will Fuller, how would he come back off that injury? Um, I, I think, I mean, the Texans will go as far as Deshaun Watson takes them, but I, I'm I'm very hesitant on it. I think the Texans are going to take a step back this year. Um, yeah, I think the Texans did not have a great offseason, and I think it's going to show. Um, yeah, no, like you said, I think I think this team relies on Deshaun Watson. You need a good quarterback in this league. I just don't think Deshaun Watson's a top 10. You can even argue he's below 15. He's just... Not that good of a thrower of the ball. I'd say he's better than Lamar Jackson, I'd say for sure. But I just his throwing mechanics aren't ideal. I mean, he does have the best receiver in the, in the game, you can argue. And DeAndre Hopkins, I mean, right there, top three. Um, <laughs> tight end isn't that well. Most quarterbacks arguably. need a secure, uh, security blanket, a tight end. Lamar Miller, he's all right, but he's not your ideal number one running back. This team's obviously going to be carried by their defense once again. Um, but I just don't. I just don't trust Deshaun Watson yet. I don't think he can oh, this, bring this team this to the division. This team will one hundred percent, one hundred and ten percent be carried by their defense once again. 
It's going to be the same old, same old story, I think, with them. They'll make the playoffs, but guess what? They're getting eliminated real freaking quick. It's not going to be anything new. It's going to be the DeAndre Hopkins and Deshaun Watson show on offense, and Lamar Miller might kick in there every once in a while, you know, if he feels like it. Uh, but other than that, I mean, Will Ferrell could be could be a deadly deep threat. The man's just got to stay healthy. I don't know what it is with all these fast receivers, John Ross, Will Ferrell. Well, Fuller, my bad. Will Ferrell. Will Fuller, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, Will Ferrell. I don't know what it is with these guys, man. Bro, Will, Will Ferrell would be funny, though. Yeah, Will Ferrell would right. be funny, though. These these guys just can't stay healthy. It's just going to be the Deshaun and Deshaun and uh, Hopkins show, and it's going to be the defense show again. I mean, the defense can only keep them in so many games. They lost uh, they lost Tyron Matthew, the Honey Badger. That's good. That's a big loss. You know what I mean? That's a big a big safety loss. I think they're going to take a hurt there. They still got Roby. They still got Jonathan Joseph. So we'll see how it plays. I'm mean, obviously JJ Watt, Jadavion Clowney, but we'll see how that plays out. And now now on to the Indianapolis Colts. What which luck do you think we're going to be getting in this upcoming season? Oh man! Look, I think a good um, one. I think the Colts. <laughs> I think the Colts. I think there's nothing really bad you can say about what the Colts did. I think the Colts in the offseason they had the most money to spend. They held on to that. They are the, they're one of the youngest teams. That offensive line is young and it's good. They have two really good tight ends. They've got a decent receiving core. I like Marlon Mack at running back. Andrew Luck looks fully back and healthy again. That defense is super young. It's only getting better. Great head coach. Great GM. The only maybe. Whole schedule's tough. I mean, I just don't see what there's not to like about the Colts. They've done everything far, and I think there's there's only room to go up from here. Yeah, the only thing I'm looking at with the Colts, their schedule. They have an early bye, week six. So they're going to have a long season ahead of them. Um, the end of their schedule isn't really ideal. They end week 15 at New Orleans. They could Carolina at home. But then they end the year at Jacksonville. Not ideal. But all in all, this is a good roster. Um, Marlon Max, a good running back. Um, T.Y. Hilton, he's up there, you know, top 10 in the wide receiver. Devin Funches was a good ad. Um, they got the rookie from Ohio State. He had a great combine. Paris Campbell, the wide receiver. Um, their tight ends, arguably one of the deepest tight end cores with uh, Eric Ebron, Jack Doyle, and Mo Alley-Cox. Oh, yeah. um, their offensive line, solid um, with Costanzo and Quentin Nelson. Um, but their defense, their defense, outside of guys like Darius Leonard, Pierre Desir, Malik Hooker, it's just, uh, they also had a Justin Houston. It's just, yeah, nothing really pops out at me. Obviously, they had the all-pro Darius Leonard, but I just don't like this front four outside of uh, Justin Houston. But, I mean, I would hit you back, and I would argue, though, that um, even though but the Col- it's the same team and it's so young, it, it, it's oh, that team went to the um, second round of the playoffs last year with this exact roster. These guys are only going to get better, same coaching staff. I, I I think it only gets better, though. I mean, that that's what I would argue with you on that is. These guys, there's no these the Colts only going up from I mean, here. Egos can always get in the way. We've seen this happen in plenty of sports, plenty of teams. You won't have to worry look, about ego though with Andrew. Luck. Yeah, I just say I just don't see I just don't see ego getting away. I mean, you've probably got one of the you know you've got one of the in my opinion uh, the best one of the best guards, top three guards in the league. Quentin oh my gosh, he's the, yeah. inter- he's the most interesting offensive lineman in my mind to watch. I love it when he's mic'd up. 
Uh, it's, it's, it's hilarious. I, I don't know. I, I'm not too high on this team, actually, to be honest with you. I, I like Andrew Luck. I love him. He's a nice guy. Whenever he gets sacked, you know, when he gets hit hard. I think their offense is really good. I'm really curious on their defense. Let's, you know, uh, obviously their middle linebacker, uh, Darius Leonard, is going to be is going to be uh, or outside, whatever, wherever you want to put him. To be honest with you, is he's just that good of a he's just that good of a linebacker. I think I think he's obviously going to be the anchor. But other than that, man, I just I, I don't know about that defense, man. It's, it, 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 I'm I'm curious how they're gonna how they're gonna fare against teams this season. Uh, that have a have a uh, good offense because uh, a lot of teams in the AFC have a good offense this year. Although this team did start like one and five, one and six last year, and that is almost true. They did start, ran the they table did and made awful. the playoffs. So yeah, but, if but they Andrew, avoid that slow start, we'll see. But Andrew Luck did come back from a shoulder. I don't know how long even Andrew Luck was out. I'm pretty sure he was out. I want to say a year. He, he's out a while. And oh my gosh! He, yeah, he's, he's dealing with a calf injury right now. It just seems like he can't get off the. Uh, Injury, uh, I think I think he'll have a full right. healthy year. I think we'll be good to go. I this think if he has a full right healthy year, I think this year might squeak into the playoffs, maybe. I honestly don't see the Colts. Well, then we flip over. We look at a team yeah, like the exactly. Titans. And, and then I look at a team like the Titans, and I, I just – I love the defense. I think the Titans are maybe the best secondary well, I would even I would – you could make that legit argument. I say they're, they're still good linebackers. They have a very solid – and their offensive line in Tennessee is still a very good offensive line. They've got one of the best duos in the backfield, Derrick Henry and Deion Lewis. The Titans, to me, it really comes down to they can push all the way even up to, in my opinion, title contenders. It all comes down to this Whoa. receiver core and Marcus Mariota. But I'm not – I can't believe in Marcus Mariota. He is not – he's never gave – he's never given me a reason to believe in him. He's never com- – his completion percentage last year definitely was the best part of his season, completing almost 69% of his passes. But 11 touchdowns to eight interceptions, he's always hurt. Yep, he's always hurt. Can't play a full, se- can't play a full season. I didn't mind the Ryan Tannehill shining as a backup. If he, if he stays healthy. Another, there's another if guy. If he stays healthy, I'd put him over another guy that goes down. No, they're not, but they're not going to do that. Mar- yeah. Mar- when that's, Tannehill yeah, was healthy. Tripping. Hell when no. When Tannehill was healthy. Absolutely. When Tannehill was healthy. Hell no. Oh, no. He was 7-0. Hold on, hold on, First of all, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. First of all, Tannehill's like seven years older, first of all. They signed this man to be the backup. That's the only reason he's there. I mean, they did not sign Ryan Tannehill to. Yeah, they're going Mariota for him. Thank you. Well, yeah, they needed a backup because yeah, they going. needed a backup. Somebody to warm the bench. Because they, they were gonna have Blaine Gabbert decide a playoff game for them. Yeah, or or Logan. But then Woodside. I would the only the only other the problem with the Titans too is you got if Mariota can stay. Hey, then for I like Corey Long better to sound and Jane Bad, but outside of that, it's a whole lot of nothing. Delaney Walker's still a good tight end, but he's getting older. Um, Coming off a bad injury, I like the Titans, but I just I just can't commit to them. So I'm, I I don't know about the Titans. Now we're looking at this team. This team might have had one of the most underrated good off seasons. You, you start the draft, you take a you take a high risk player at 18 and Jeffrey Simmons, who most people said was a top five prospect, but his off the field issues dropped him into the Titans' lap at 18. Then they go in free agency. They get guys like Roger Saffold for the O-line. They get Adam Humphreys, who can play for you in the slot because they were hoping uh, Corey Davis and A.J. Brown. Their second-round pick out of Ole Miss will develop. They go and get guys like Cameron Wake, 
who they're going to try and uh, beef up for the D-line. Um, no, it's a very solid team. They got a great safety core of Bayard and Vaccaro. Malcolm Butler's on the back nine of his career. Um, so their cornerbacks are a question mark. Well, I love it, Dorian Jackson. Still have a solid D-line. Um, I think it's a solid team. This team always hovers around eight to nine wins. Um, they have like a low ceiling or low floor high or a low floor high ceiling. Oh my goodness! High floor, low ceiling. Yeah, high floor, <laughs> low ceiling. There we go. But yeah, they're gonna hover around eight to nine wins. I just I can't see them getting more than ten. Getting ten though. Another team I can't like see getting ten. More downs. I hope they get Derrick Henry more downs. I think if they get Derrick Henry more downs, just the just a third down back. I think Derrick Henry could be more than just a third down back. I think that's going to be a key to their success. Uh, I mean, that dude's that dude's literally a offensive lineman. So uh, yeah. <laughs> I just hope if they give more downs, I think I think it'll I think it'll I think it'll play out. I think it'll I think they'll see a success, more success. Yo, man, more downs, more success. I like it. Up next, we got the Jacksonville Jaguars. Who, uh, I, oh my. I Their think, free agency saved them. I think the Jaguars. I mean, if you look at it, I don't. They didn't address. They did. They did not address some holes on this team. But what they did address is the most important position on the field, and they had the biggest upgrade of any team in the offseason from one quarterback to another. They went from Blake Bortles to Nick Foles. Nick Foles, Super Bowl champion. Nick Foles is a man. Nick Foles is a playoff experience. He's a veteran. I think Nick Foles is going to bring a lot to this team. If oh, Le- yeah. Leonard, Fournette, Leonard Fournette Bortles? is a great Bortles. power Bortles back. Is the key. Leonard Fournette is a great power back when healthy. We'll see what he does. I like the Jaguars' interior of their line from center to guard. I have questions on the outside of that offensive line, especially left tackle Cam Robinson. Um, tight end is a weak spot on this team as well. The receiving core, a lot of people are down on, but I actually I like D.D. Westbrook and Marquise Lee. I think these guys are underrated because they didn't have a, they haven't had a quarterback that can get them the ball properly. Defensively, it's still one of the best defensive lines in the league. The best two corner duo, the best corner duo in the league. Of um, safety's very weak. I, it sucks that Talvin Smith walked away with him in the middle, but I, I still think the Jaguars. You can't you can't deny that they went they went they had the best upgraded quarterback of any team this offseason, and it's the most important position on the field. And I think it's going to show this year. Yeah, no, you look at this. They did not address many holes. They obviously got the quarterback. Um, I think Josh Allen was great steal for them at seven out of Kentucky. Oh, yeah, I, I I thought he was the best prospect in the draft for the most part, um, but I think that'll go to Quentin Williams or Ed Oliver. But still a very solid defense. I just I'm not in love with this roster. Um, I think Nick Foles really benefited from having a guy like Zach Ertz, a tight end who he could always go to when he needed like five to six yards. Doesn't really have that in Jacksonville. Um, One thing though, you could say with Foles is they um they brought Nick Foles as quarterback coach to come be the offensive coordinator in Jacksonville. Yeah, that's which true. I think is a great hire. It's going to keep Foles comfortable. He's going to be in a similar system. Doug Marone's a great coach. I lo- I absolutely love Nick Foles in Jacksonville. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. We didn't really see much from these wide receivers, but they were also working with Blake Bortles. Um, with all yeah. due respect. Oh, yeah, I mean the oh, dude no, goes dude. Going to the dirt ten feet away. I don't know what you want to so we'll see. <laughs> I think Terrell Pryor is a good is pickup. Good. Terrell Pryor is definitely a good pickup. I, I I think people forget what he did with um what, what he did with the Redskins a couple years ago. Uh, and, and you know he never really got a shot with with the Jets or with the with the with the uh, Bills. So I'm excited to see how he does with the uh, with the Jags, you know. And hopefully their defense can hold up 
uh, because their offense let them down last year, and you know the defense did I. It did. It did definitely didn't do as good as they were supposed to, though. They've got solid defense, though. Solid. People do it. People do forget this is a team that's showing a year removed from an AFC Championship appearance. Exactly. It's true. They were like eight minutes away. They were. I mean, they were up, you know, ten points in the fourth quarter of that game. You know, Tom Brady happened. Yeah, I was about to say, so sad they had to face Tom Brady, and they had Blake Bortles as a quarterback. <laughs> Nonetheless, this team, you know, you got to be happy with what you have. Um, they can't complain about Blake Bortles anymore. They're going to need Leonard Fournette to stay healthy. Have played sixteen games. Leonard Fournette's got the potential to lead the league in rushing. I mean, and they should be play, right there. If he can play 16 games, there's no, re- Leonard Fournette, there's no reason Leonard Fournette can't be in contention for the rushing. Well, I mean, if, I mean, if Shaquan Barkley had a decent offensive line with the, with the Giants, I mean, that man would lead the league in rushing. Oh, man. Saquon's a monster. Well, we jump back to the AFC yeah. West. Back, not going to. We haven't even there yet. But, I mean, we started off with the Kansas well, we, City Chiefs. Fresh off a defeat from guess who? The Patriots. Um, I think the, I mean the Chiefs. It's just a lot. I mean, I think we got Roger Goodell in the next couple of days is going to make the decision on Tyreek Hill. Obviously, that's going to affect the outcome of the Chiefs. How does he get suspended? And if he does, how many games will he be suspended for? Because. It's worrisome because when you look at that Chiefs roster, out once you get past Tyreek Hill, that receiving core is a lot, a lot of question marks. Um, Chris Conley walked in free agency. Sammy Watkins is not what Sammy Watkins used to be. Um, I mean, yes, you have Travis Kelsey, the best tight end in the league, but outside of you, outside of that, if Tyreek Hill was suspended, that's going to hurt the Chiefs a lot. Now at running back, I like Damian Williams and Carlos Hyde. I think Carlos Hyde's a downhill runner. He's a power back. He's going to give them. He's going to run the ball. Damian Williams is a good receiving back. So I don't mind that there. The offensive line is relatively similar. You get to the defensive side of the ball. They get Frank Clark in place of Justin Houston. Um, the front seven is still pretty solid in Kansas City. The real question marks are the se- secondary. Eric Berry's gone. Nelson's gone. Um, now you bring in Tyron Matthews. That's great. Um, if he can stay healthy, that's another question. Tyron Matthews had a lot of health issues. If he's healthy, though, outside of Tyron Matthews, that secondary is not the greatest secondary. And that's going to be where the Chiefs are going to get hurt. Yeah, I think this um, this roster, you know, you got Tyreek Hill, the huge question mark. Um, but I think it's, it's just more of Patrick Mahomes working with his weapons. I mean, he, they got, they took the rookie wide receiver, Michael Horman. be interesting to see how he'll fit in with Mahomes. Um, the defense, I'm really not a fan of this defense. I mean, they threw a lot of money at Frank Clark. They had to. Um, but other than that, Anthony Hitchens, like Bashad Breeland and Kendall Fuller sh- really shouldn't be your top corners. Um, I don't think Tyron Matthews is good as the contract he got. Um, I just, I just don't think this defense is good. I think it's obviously their weak point again because they're going to have to score thirty plus as each game to win, I mean, which they can do. Very That's Mahomes the thing; they, they can do it because they have one of the top three quarterbacks in the league in Patrick Mahomes. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what they can do. Um, I mean, Tyron they open up their schedule decently easy. No no necessarily powerhouses. They're going against the Jaguars. Which I don't know, but this is this is no but this is this is my point with the Tyree Kill thing. Let's say you play the Jaguars week one, Tyree Kill suspended. You got the bet you got AJ Boyer and Jalen Ramsey playing covering who? I mean that's gonna make it really hard on a guy like Pat Mahomes when basically his receivers are gonna get taken completely out of that game. 
That's that's something you gotta look. Tyreek Hill suspension is going to be huge. On it's gonna be team. the. It's gonna yeah. It's, it depends on how long the suspension is too. I mean, it could be eight, it could be four, it could be twelve, it could be the yeah. whole season. Think about, um, I, I definitely agree. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill's. I mean, their season relies on Tyreek Hill. You know, as much as a five nine, little fast receiver. You know, but I mean, it, it relies on him. The way he takes the top off of defense is no, nothing like anyone it's else. It's absolutely insane. Nobody can argue that. I mean, Bougie said it himself in an interview. He wish he yeah. had his type of speed. I mean, of course, if he had his type of speed, it'd be unfair. You know, nobody's nobody's doing it anyway. Nobody's nobody's getting a quarter, uh, getting get a catch on Bougie anyways. But I mean, uh, I don't know. I think Patty Holmes. I, I'm kind of curious. He came up with those hype. I want to say it's a sophomore season. I guess it's not. But it's going to be his third say, season. But it's, it's the second it's, season. It's technically but sophomore. It's, uh, yeah, it's well, I'm actually kind of curious how he does. I, he, you know, he. What is does he have a higher ceiling? Did he hit his ceiling? Uh, is he going to drop to the floor? Is you know, mm-hmm. is, 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 he definitely, he definitely plays better than Baker Mayfield, but I'm, I'm, I'm curious. It's kind of the same question from Baker Mayfield how does he do? How does he do when people have tape on him and stuff like that? I feel like a good look of what we're going to see from Patrick Mahomes this season would be the way that the Patriots played him in the playoffs last season because I feel they like Bilicic, yeah, Bilicic well, had a great game plan. They had him, that's Bill Belichick, though. But, I mean, Mahomes, yeah, but Andy Andy Reid made some really good. I'll give him credit. He made some good halftime adjustments. The Chiefs came out and, and they smacked the Patriots back in that second half, and they almost won that game. Yeah, yeah, they were won the Bill game. Bill Belichick's, Belichick's the best coach, other than maybe Lombardi. But I mean, yeah, you can't you can't argue. I mean, Bill, but anybody against Bill Belichick is. I'll put my money on Bill Belichick every day of the week. I mean, I, I'm looking at this Chiefs schedule. I, I'm a fan of late buys. I mean, I prefer, you know, around week eight, nine, but I'm a fan of the late buy coming out. They only have two tough games, you know. They get at New England, at Chicago, but other than that, to end the season, they ended pretty strong. Um, just be interesting to see what they can do. Obviously, Tyree kills the question mark, but I think this team will be fine. Patrick Mahomes will be able to carry him to at least 10 or 11 wins, especially getting to play in Arrowhead where you're going to get seven or eight wins. Just from there. All right, next up well, we, we got. Lo- oh, you gotta go ahead. Well, we go to the Chargers next. Um, oh, first, <laughs> I love, I love what the Chargers did at with that at, with their pick at defensive tackle, getting that kid Tillery at twenty eight because you're putting him right in the middle of. Uh, you're putting him right in the middle with what's his name? God, Bosa. Bosa and, and Ingram. Bosa and Ingram. That's great. You still have Brandon. You still have Brandon Mebane. Brandon Mebane. Thomas Date. <laughs> you pick up Tom Davis, Joe Perryman's still there. Derwin James is already proven to be one of the best safeties in the league. At corner, you're putting out Casey Hayward with Desmond King. You have to love that. Philip Rivers hasn't shown a sign yet of losing, losing any bit of that arm. Melvin Gordon is obviously a question mark. How long will he hold out? How will that affect the team? How, will they get that deal done? They still got, I mean, receiving court, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Travis Benjamin. That's great. Tight end, Hunter Henry will be back off his injury from last year. The offensive line, Mike Pouncey is still one of the best centers in the league. Um, yep. the, outside of that, though, the offense, Russell Okun's getting older. The rest of the line is a bit of a question mark. But overall, there's a lot to like about the Chargers. They didn't they didn't lose much in the offseason. I think they had a, I think they're still very solid. I like Anthony Lane as a coach. Um, I, I think the Chargers is not there's, there's a lot to like. Yeah, I think this is one of the deepest teams in the league. Honestly, you know, you look at every position, and even they got a couple of linemen. You know, um, Philip Rivers is up there, the best quarterbacks. I mean, even if, if Melvin Gordon were to get traded, 
you, you can't really be mad with having a guy like Austin Eckler or even Justin Jackson coming off a solid rookie year. Um, yeah, no, this is just the defense. Excellent. It's going to be interesting to see if Nasir Adderley can step up and place free safety. Him and Darren James could have a nice duo at safety. But this is just this is just a solid team across the board. Um, they're going to be right there with the Chiefs. The only problem I have is they don't have a home field advantage like Kansas City. I mean, they don't have a home field advantage at all playing, you know, 16 room games, basically. But this is just a solid team. I think they'll be fine. And they'll be hovering yeah. around that 10 to 11 win mark. I think Hunter Henry will play a big role. I mean, he, he, he's emerging as one of the top five tight ends in the league. But like you said, they're one of the deepest rosters. Uh, but but they're really not one of those, like, teams that, like, when I, when I think, like, hey, one of the best NFL teams in the league, top five, for some reason the Chargers don't pop up in my mind. I mean, but they you could definitely make an argument that they're there. Especially with For especially sure. with Melvin Gordon, I mean, it's just it's just crazy that this team is this deep that they have this much depth. That they honestly, I mean, Melvin Gordon's a, you know damn good running back. Especially, it just, it just, especially defensively, man, that depth and oh, yeah. that defense. Oh yeah, Joey. I mean, Joey Bosa. He was he was hurt a little bit last season, if I recall. So I think if he has a full healthy season, I think he becomes you know he's back to the Joey Bosa we knew and we loved uh, coming out of Ohio State. But other than that, man, I I, I think this team. This team can compete for a chip, personally. Oh, man, now we got up a team that our own Alex is in love with, the Denver Broncos. Yes. Um. Look, I think the Broncos, I mean, Joe Flacco, okay, we get to, we talk about Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco, he is a Super Bowl champion, but yes, Joe Flacco is not an elite quarterback. Everyone knows that. No one's out here calling Joe Flacco elite. But you cannot deny Joe Flacco is the best starting quarterback the Broncos will, will, will route since Peyton Manning. And that's just a fact to me. The Broncos year last year, Emmanuel Sanders back. I like to see what Cortland Sutton, Sutton would do. I like the rookie they took at tight end now with Jake Butt. I think both of them will see one of them, I think, can emerge to be a good starting tight end. The offensive line is a question mark. Um, they lost their starting center, one of the best centers in the league. That's going to hurt Denver. The offensive line is a question mark. I mean, can they keep it? I don't know. I don't know if they'll be able, if they can keep Flacco up. I think the Broncos can have lots of success. And we go to the defensive side of the ball. Bradley Chubb entering year two with Von Miller, still a great pass rush. Derek Wolf is a very underrated guy on that team still. Chris Harris Jr. I love the other addition they got from Houston at corner. The safety, uh, like Simmons at safety, I like Parks at safety. They got a McManus has got one of the best legs at kicker in the league. I exactly. love. I, I love this Denver team. Um, I, it's, it's a swept-on team. Now, one thing, they do not have an easy schedule. I mean, you, they don't have a, really one pushover all year. It's rough. I mean, their easiest game might be their first game. I mean, Oakland. I mean, it's a rough schedule for the Broncos. Yeah, that, if it's Oakland, it's definitely the easiest, man. It, it's, it's a rough schedule, but I would say the – I love what Denver's done this offseason. Not a lot of people are talking about the Broncos. I think they also have – higher in the offseason behind Bruce Arians to Tampa Bay, getting the, getting the defensive coordinator from Chicago, not following this trend, I think, was smart by Denver. Um, so I think to like in Denver. Um, but we'll see what they do. No, yeah, like you said, I love the Vic Vangio pickup. Um, he brought this lock corner from Chicago, Bryce Callahan, with him. He's going to beef up that secondary uh, with Kareem Jackson and Justin Simmons. Um yeah, um, they got the no. They got no fans of tight ends from Iowa. Joe Flacco loves his tight ends. Um, Philip Lindsay will be interesting to see what he does in year two. Um, wide receiving core not the best. Emmanuel Sanders coming off that freak injury. It'll be interesting to see what Corbin Sutton can do. 
They got the rookie Deshaun Hamilton in the draft. Um, Deshaun, Deshaun. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I, I'm not. I just can't see Joe Flacco. It's better with him than Drew Lock playing. Give Drew Lock some time to watch a guy like Joe Flacco who won a Super Bowl to play, and hopefully Drew Lock can develop into that next good Broncos quarterback. I think I think this is the weakest division in the league. Uh, I think the Raiders and the Broncos uh, aren't going to do anything. Um, so that's about all I got to say about that. I think Joe Flacco was a pickup just so they could have a decent QB. And I mean, if you want to say decent, bottom three in the league. Um, so oh my goodness, I would. So, I, well, I would. I mean, Joe Flacco early on in the year before um, before he got hurt, uh, Joe Flacco was playing. He did have the Ravens rolling for a little bit there. They started to fall off a bit, but they started off strong in Baltimore. I mean, Joe Flacco dropped like 40 on Buffalo to start the year. We, um, I, I think um, that was people Buffalo at the beginning of the year. I Ryan, know, but Ryan. I think I think people Joe Flacco still showed challenge. I think I think Denver's I think Denver's being a little bit underrated. I could be wrong, but I mean, we'll see. I, I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick started off the year. Yeah, first three, five years you know. of the season throwing, yeah, throwing four hundred yards per game or something like that. So Fit, you know, we were giving him nicknames Fitz Magic. Yeah, we we exactly. thought the Buccaneers were gonna win a division. Like, who really thinks that's gonna happen? They should. They really should, though. The Bucks, the Bucks really should win the division. I mean, now, my gosh, they have. No, I, I mean, the one Buc- of the best possible, the best head coach hire in the offseason by far. Oh, we're now we're for- ourselves. We we got we got to talk about the Oakland Raiders right now. The bottom yeah. of the, the AFC, most AFC West. This is the last team in the AFC, I believe. It is not. Yeah, it yep. is. And for well, week best for last. Yeah, we go to the- just, I guess we could just go to our playoff picks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. we, go, we go. They got a Tony. They got a Brown. I mean, that's I all mean, we can say. You look at that's the all we can say. I mean, uh, we'll look at the Raiders. I do think the Raiders, their offensive line went healthy. It's still not that bad. You got guys like Gabe Jackson, Rodney Hudson, Richie Incognito. Richie Incognito. He'll, be, sus- he'll be suspended, but when he comes back, I mean, <laughs> he might still provide something. Now, I don't – Trent Brown, I don't like the signing. Offensive linemen from New England when they leave New England have never been the same. But he's still an all right guy to put at right tackle. Derek Carr hasn't been the same since the injury. Antonio Brown, I like Tyrell Williams as a signing. It's okay. Josh Jacobs at running back. I like to see what he'll do from Alabama. That was a decent pick. But and you, what worries me is they might be able to put up points on teams this year. But this is one of, if not the worst defense in the NFL, and I, it's not even close. This defense, <laughs> this defense is bad from top to bottom. I mean, they don't have corners, they don't have safeties, they don't have linebacker. Their best linebacker is Vontez Burfick. That's something. They have I'll no be, pass rush. I'll be honest, man. They have I'll be honest. Too. I think the Eagles. I think Marshall. <laughs> they have Brendan Marshall. What's left of them? Um, yeah. What's left? <laughs> yeah. Which one? The wide receiver? Yeah. No. I mean. <laughs> I don't even know who's kicking the ball for the Raiders at this point. I, Probably the water boy. It, Darren it, Carlson or AJ Cole. I mean, they lost. They even lost. Um, they lost their tight end. Uh, it, it's bad. I, I I think the Raiders. They might be able to score yeah, thirty, they but they're giving up fifty. I, 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 Can I just say this? <laughs> this might be. This might be right there with the Bengals. This this roster just. Makes me cringe. I guess I got to give the Raiders a better roster because they got Antonio. They have Brown. Antonio Brown. And, yes, and Brown. Brown. Is but, no, I would go as far as this offense isn't terrible. I think they can put up points on teams. I just don't think they're getting a stop all season. Um, 
Well, I mean, I mean they have a... so many and I also, I also who are going to be day one believe, starters. I also don't believe John Gruden's fully invested in this team either. Oh, no, he, I don't he either. does not care I at all. I think he all. took too much money. I think that's insane that he took that much money. It, 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 he should it, not be the highest. Insane. He took NFL. 100 mil from this team. He traded Khalil Mack. I mean, he got picks, but other than that, he got... What's he doing? I mean, they he traded Cleo Mack just to draft the defensive end next to, year. To, to draft exactly. another D end. I mean, you yeah. want you Jeez. want a player in the draft to end up like Cleo Mack. Pay the man what he wants. They just didn't exactly. want to pay him. John Green was like, yeah, they don't want to pay him. You want, I'd argue. Your, you want your pick to be Cleo Mack, and 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 they, and, and they're not going to have it. There will, you know, a Cleo Mack comes what? I mean, Cleo Mack. I mean, Miles Garrett is not going to be as good as Cleo Mack. You know, if he, if he doesn't step it up. I think they, I think they made the two biggest, uh, two biggest moves in the all season. I think they got Antonio Brown, and I think they got the quarterback Nathan Peterman. I think. We know what that is. Good point there. I think it shows how bad the team. You are not willing to pay Khalil Mack that kind of money because exactly. you turn around the next offseason. You hand Trent Brown the highest paid offensive lineman oh in the league. You make Antonio Brown the highest paid it's, Yeah, in the it's league. just like, I mean, where are they at? That's, so a, that, that's it's really a bad run. It's it's horribly ran right now. I, I can't see much coming from the Raiders. It just sucks, hey, man. At least it's in California. I know uh, a this lot of Raiders team. fans, and they're, they're good fans, but. So many rookies. They need to be day one starters. I mean, Lamarcus Joyner, I guess you could argue, was a solid signing. But, like, they're expecting all these rookies to start day one. It's just not for winning games. It's just plus. Plus, I think I think you got four guaranteed losses against the Chiefs and Chargers right off the bat. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. No, this team is this team's right there with the Bengals. Oh, and the all right, all right. So now, so now if we get to the if we get to these predictions, we're gonna start off with the AFC East. I I mean it's obvious. The I think Patriots it's consensus. Yeah. Yeah. Is anybody yeah. opposed? No. Okay. Move on. I think no. it's gonna all be right. the Dolphins. No, it's gonna be the Patriots. All right. Yeah. All right. So now we got the AFC AFC North. I'm, this is where it gets tough right here, baby. Uh, well, yeah, we'll, we'll going, go one by I'm we'll go one Steelers. by one. Everyone make their picks so we can hear everyone. You're- yeah, I'm I'm going with the Steelers. I personally think that the Browns aren't going to be able to take that step yet. I feel like the the Ravens are going to take a big step back, and the Bengals or the Bengals. Um, me, I'm taking the Steelers as well. I think the Steelers. Quietly had a nice um, offseason. I think the Steelers will win. Will bounce back when it is. You know. I am. I'm gonna jump on the hype train, and I'm gonna take the Cleveland Browns to win this division. <laughs> I think it's gonna come down to the last week, like last year did with the Ravens and the Steelers. But I think I think Cleveland's gonna be able to squeeze it out, and they're gonna get a home playoff game. I think, although Juju Smith-Schuster is gonna be the best wide receiver in the league, mark it down in the sticky mark. Sticking mark. Oh my gosh! Sticky <laughs> I think. I mean, I, I want to say, I want to say the Ravens because I like that team, but I'm going to jump on the hot trade as well. Cleveland Browns, baby. Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns. Wow. 20, All right. Cleveland Browns. One year early. 2019. All right. A- AFC South. I'm I'm going with the Colts right here. Uh, I I feel like yes, it's the same team from last season. They're only going to get better, and the Texans are not going to remain at the top of that division um for me it's funny uh we you know discussing this just a couple hours ago uh you know i was fully convinced the Colts would win this division but the more i think about it i'm gonna take the jaguars i'm gonna take the jaguars to win the afc south i would love to go with the tennessee titans here i really would i think this is one of the i think you can argue this is the most solid roster throughout 
you know, all the spots in, in the division. But I'm going to stick with the Colts. Um, I just don't think the Titans are going to be able to get 10 wins, which I think is what the Colts will get in this division. Um, Titans could be a wildcard team, but I'm going to go with the Colts to win the division. I'm going Texans again, but they're just going to get eliminated the first round like they always do. <laughs> <laughs> Now the final division, the AFC, the AFC West. I I have the Chiefs winning again. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to play better despite not really having as many oh weapons. But I mean, come on, man. Um, I, I'm taking the Chargers. I'm taking yeah. the Chargers to win the. I'm taking the Chargers to win the AFC West. I think this is one of, if not the most complete roster in the NFL. Um, Phil, I, I, um, the only concern is I like. Uh, hopefully, they can get the Melvin Gordon deal done and out of the way before training camp. But I, I like the Chargers. Um, I'm I really love the Chargers uh, depth, but I'm gonna stick with the Chiefs just because I think their home field advantage is gonna help them. They're gonna take both against the ch- the Chargers. I think so, just because um, the Chargers don't have home field. I know the Chargers went in the arrowhead last year on Thursday night and stole the game, but I just can't see that happening again. I think Patrick Mahomes will win the division once again. And now well, I'm gonna go we, everyone Chargers. Jeez. Whoa. Oh my bad. Wow. I'm gonna go Chargers. <laughs> um, I, I think that we all I think we wow. all know that Roger Goodell is a spank, so I think uh, I think he's gonna suspend Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill's gonna He's probably. I assume he's probably going to get four. I think those four games are going to hurt the Chiefs a lot. I don't know. I, I think, think he gets more. If you get if he's yeah, suspended, he might, well, well, I think they'll saying, get more than well, four. Well, I don't know. Well, I don't know. They gave more, they gave Zeke six. Be, so well, it'll just be it'll just be like that situation where you know it'll either be six or four. He's going to appeal it. It might be more than six or four. He's going to appeal it. And they'll probably bump it down to six or four. Uh, so I, I, I even even without Melvin Gordon, the Chargers, like we were saying earlier, it's the deepest roster in the NFL. Personally, I think maybe. Other than another team uh, that I'm thinking of right now, but that's the NFC. So Chargers for we'll me, and I think Mario. are we are we picking uh, are we picking uh, AFC games? Not yet. Oh, oh, we'll go yet. to. Oh my! We got we, now we got to talk about some wild cards, right? Oh yeah, yeah. We yeah. only get to pick All right. out of every other team. For my first wild card, I'm going with the Cleveland Browns. I, they're not winning the division, but I can easily see them slipping into the playoffs because that team, as it is. Once um, Kareem Hunt comes back, he, he's just going to produce, and that team's going to be a playoff lock. Um, for my first wild card, I'm taking the Colts. Um, I think them and the Jaguars are kind of flippable for me. Um, between winning the division and getting a wild card, I think they're both playoff teams, but I'll give the Colts the first wild card. I'm going to give my first wild card to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think they're going to be, you know, 9-7, 10-6 right there with the Browns. Um, I could easily see them flip-flopping. Uh, division wild card spots, but I'm gonna go with the Steelers for my first wild card. First wild card for me goes to the Jacksonville Jaguars. My other wild card, I'm going with the Los Angeles Chargers. Too much depth, man. Um, for me, um, I mean, I have to do it because I'm so high on them. Fuck it, I'll take the I think the Denver Broncos are taking the play. I'm taking the Broncos for that last wild card spot. Oh my goodness! Uh, are we marking these down on sticky notes? 
No, we're, we're, we're all going to remember Broncos when they're like 4 yeah, 10 and Broncos yeah. won JCL. They're not going to win yeah. a game. <laughs> Joe, Joe Flacco tears JCL week three. Um, I mean, they might, that might head, be an upgrade. Head coach has health, health problems <laughs> and it's just all going to shit and they're 3 and 10 and I'm just going to eat. Someone's going to slip in their own house and tear their Achilles. But I, I'm th- uh, for right now, I don't know. It's a weird feeling. You get There's always that one team, everyone's got a weird feeling, but I like the Broncos this year. Um, I have to give my second wild card to the Chargers. I think them and the Steelers are going to get 10 wins. I think that's going to be enough. Um, I could see I could see teams like the Titans and the Jaguars. I mean, even the Jets, hell, being right there. But I'm going to give it to the Steelers and the Chargers. This is a tough one for me. I'm going to go in the, out of the same division. Yes, that means that I think KC is going to miss the playoffs. I so do I. Um, I'm going to go with – I've got to go with the Colts, man. I mean, I, I'd like to go with the, I'd like to go with the Titans, but I, I don't know. I, I know I was talking a bunch of shite about the Colts earlier, but, I mean, you know, they, they could come out and actually do some work. Um, there's just really nobody else to pick from, to be honest with you. I mean, the Ravens, like I'm saying, they're just – all right, I think they'll be all right. I, it's going to be a five-team race for the wild card, but I think – Oh my gosh, yeah, there's so many teams. There's a lot of runs yeah. in the AFC. Yeah. The AFC is yeah. so competitive this year. But before we talk about the AFC champion, I want to ask, who do you guys think will put up the most unexpected fight for a wild card spot? Um, well, I think I fucking picked them. I think I took the Broncos, goddammit. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm Whoa. talking about, like, someone who expect but still doesn't make it. Um, I don't know. I would, um... I think I would a team that could surprise people maybe go like eight and eight nine. The Bills, I think the Bills might be able to give a little bit of a shocker. That that, that was exactly what I was. Thinking. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Think, that was exactly what yeah. I was. Thinking. I think the Bills would be could surprise a couple people. Jets. Yeah, no, Bills, Bills or Jets, really. I think one of those teams will go I, eight, I think eight we, nine and seven. We have we have to look at that AFC East because one team in there, like always, is just going to follow up after the Patriots and go five hundred. Well, the yeah, funny no. thing is that the Patriots sure. might actually not play that good this year, and, and they might actually get a wall. No, <laughs> we think that every no. year. We think that I every mean, year. I mean, we, I mean, we, we could have it. It's just they're in such a bad division. That's usually. never going to happen. I mean, yeah, their we, record we wasn't that good last year. I mean, I mean, they 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 went eleven and five. So, I mean, yeah. no team worse. is winning more than nine games in that division. Like, oh, other than the Patriots. No that's like, what I'm no, saying. They, no that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They play in such a bad division. Yeah. Mean, yeah. I do not like, of, of all your playoff picks, who do you think is going to win the AFC? <laughs> um, I think um, I think the Chargers are going to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. They're going to get the Patriots. rematch with New England. They're going to win it. Patriots. Tom Brady's going for it again. <laughs> Boo this man! Boo this man! You can't. Uh, I'm, hey, listen. I'm you can't. You can't hate. You're going the with the Steelers. You're going with the Steelers. I'm going Steelers. I'm going with the Steelers. I don't think Ben Roethlisberger will get close enough to a Super what's, Bowl ring. What's ever. more of a wilder pick? Him taking the Steelers to the Super Bowl, or me taking the Broncos to the playoffs. I'm taking the Steelers to the Super Bowl. Definitely the Broncos. Sure. I can see Pittsburgh making the I can't. I cannot see Joe Flacco in another playoff game. Oh, I dude, I can't. Wow. I can't see. I can't see Joe Flacco actually having an arm to throw a pass at <laughs> It's not that. He's just not good anymore, yo. I can't. I can't imagine Joe Flacco having another paycheck in the NFL. Oh, for sure. Oh, man. Um, he'll be fine. What? All right. That's that's the that's the AMC. 
We've gone through every team. Team, we've gone through our predictions of the playoffs. We are way too early. There's your, um, there's your way too early. Uh, fifth gear podcast, full AFC preview and predictions. Yes, sir. Yes, NFC soon. Yes, sir.